Hola, amiga. I believe the only way to create a life of your dreams is by taking massive action that makes shit happen. Basically, amiga, handle your shit. Yes, I said that. Handle your shit. Stop playing small and start breaking down cultural limitations, gain back your feminine power, and become the unapologetic and unstoppable Latina you were destined to be. This show is meant to inspire, motivate, and awaken your soul's potential. You will learn from business professionals, successful entrepreneurs, and creatives that will teach you mental corrections, insider tips, success strategies, and of course, a dose of personal development. I am your host, Jackie Tapia, lawyer, transformational life coach, and entrepreneur. I am also a wife and mom to a little badass Latina. I'm obsessed with changing the Latina's mindset and breaking down cultural barriers so that you can live your best life and step into your true power and start living a life of abundance in all ways and always. Join me for inspiring conversations with thought leaders and learn how to handle your shit. ¿Estás lista? Vámonos. Hello, 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 amigas, and welcome to Amiga Handle Your Shit podcast. So I have a beautiful soul in front of me here, and I've known him since he was a kid, and I can't even believe it that he's he's a grown adult, and um, he's up to new and amazing things. And so let me tell you a little bit about him. This is Andres Armienta. He is 27 years old, and he's a stock trader, focusing on days day and swing trading for the past five years. He graduated from UC Davis with a bioscience degree and had the intention of going to medical school. He ended up deciding to pursue his passion for investing trading to see if he could find success. Let's just say he has never stopped. So I'm excited to have him here. Uh, Welcome, welcome Andres to Amiga Handle Your Shit podcast. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Um, well, thank you. So I'm excited to have you here because, I mean, all along I've known you um, since you were a boy. <laughs> and so to have you as a man uh, doing something that you're so passionate about, and I really felt that it was imperative to get you here on the podcast to um, to talk about what you're up to. So here's the thing, amigas out there. Um, Andres went to um, UC Davis, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yep. And so you went and you got your degree, right? I did, yeah, in biological sciences, yeah. And your intent to for that degree was for what? Medical school. I had done everything, including taking the MCAT. I was in the process of applying. I had done a ton of um, work outside of school to gain experience. And in the application process, uh, I had already been trading for a while. And that's when I kind of decided um, I really needed to give this a shot. And I knew it was going to be really risky. But I was only 22 at the time. And I had no mortgage, no kids, nothing to worry about. So if I was ever going to take a risk in my life, that was the time to do it. Okay. So, okay. Yeah. So let's back tap backtrack a little bit so that we can give the audience some perspective on on this decision making that you did 
So you were, you had already graduated from UC Davis, but, and you were going to go to medical school. You, you studied for the MCAT and, but then you just like something triggered in you not to pursue that. So I want to talk about that little nudge that you got. Why and how? Yeah. So I think it all started from just always being curious. Like I'm, I'm always curious of what I can do uh, to better my future for my future family and for myself, of course. Um, and as I was doing all of these extracurriculars to gain experience, a lot of the doctors would tell me of how difficult it truly was and how you truly have to love it for the job itself and not just to make money while also because you like science, but you actually like enjoy the job of what it takes to do it. Um, and I had already started to fall in love with trading because I was doing that on the side from the curiosity aspect. I was curious of what I can do. Um, and I just wanted to get started early on investing. Uh, but that started to come into conflict with that same idea that I would get from doctors of how it really made me question, was that really what I wanted to do for the rest of my life? Um, or should I go try this other thing out that I'm really enjoying? And at least I can look back on my life and say, at least, at least I tried, you know? Yeah. And I think that's really where I kind of just took off from there and ran with that idea. And so, okay. So, so you have these like doctors telling you, you know what, you, if you're going to do this, you got to be super passionate about it, but then you're on the side, you know, curiosity, you had curiosity about trading and then you actually picked up trading, but like how, like who actually was the person to teach you to trade? Because I mean, I I don't know anything, so I'm not going to go in there and trade. Like there had <laughs> to be that, like someone taught you, I would think, or, or did you like get this, you know, discovery through YouTube or some sort of thing? So um. It all started just from curiosity and starting with YouTube, like uh, YouTube, Twitter, meeting people on Twitter that are just talking about their experience in trading and um, are giving examples of their trades or their investment strategies. And then they have, they might have like a link to a blog post or something or to their YouTube channel. And then you just fall into this rabbit hole of um, trying to learn as much as you can because that, that's what it takes. Like if everyone could be a trader, it wouldn't be as profitable anymore. And then whereas the, the success wouldn't really be there if everyone could do it. That's why you, you have to push yourself to really find the little niches and as much knowledge as you can from people. But I was doing that for at least a year and a half before I'd actually met um, my mentor who ended up becoming one of the people that I talk to the most every single day and we're constantly bouncing ideas off of each other. And yeah, but that still wasn't until I was already a year and a half into giving trading a shot. Yeah. God, it must've been scary. I mean, yeah, it was terrifying <laughs> for sure. Yeah. I mean, the first, 
so I was doing it for six months and I was in my senior year of college. And then I, like I said, I had all of that curiosity and drive to figure out if this was for me and went off and did it. And obviously it was very scary. A lot of people thought that it was just reckless and dumb, but I knew that I was young. I could give myself a chance and I believed myself enough that if I put my head down to it, I could do it. Um, and then through all of the networking from Twitter and different people that you meet in different places, I uh, ended up meeting my mentor who I was already like making a little bit of money, but it wasn't enough to sustain a good living. And because of him, he really helped to change my life and put me on the traje trajectory to uh, blow my own expectations out of the water. And yeah. So let, let's talk about that moment where like things started working out for you. Like, oh man, mm -hmm. I'm really going to make money. Tell me about <laughs> that point, that moment in time that, that something sparked that changed the game for you. Um, it really gets into like the nuances of trading, but it, it's, it happened gradually over time. I think one of the biggest things that changed the way that I was trading, which changed the, pro the amount of profitability was focusing on really high risk reward setups. And so that by that meaning, like I could be wrong 70% of the time, or, but if I'm winning three to four times the amount of when I lose, then you're still profitable. Yeah. So even if you don't know as much as the other guy, but you're choosing really good setups that have high risk reward where you might only be risking 1% with the opportunity to make three, four or five on a really good trade, 6% or more. So when you're trading like that, you don't have to be right very often and you can still be quite profitable. And then when you do get better and better and you learn how to be right more often and be right 50% of the time or even better than that, then you can really start to take off yeah and and i heard from your dad so amigas um i i know him since he was a kid so i know his father he's a doctor so kind of like it was going to be easy <laughs> for him to be a doctor i mean because once you have someone a mentor a parent that is a doctor it's you know he he can help and pave the way so now that he's like making all this money because i remember Ruben, Dr. <laughs> Ruben Armiento would say like, he's making a killing. And I'm like, well, do tell, do tell what's going on <laughs> with this. So, so you're talking about, you know, the strategies that you, you utilize and um, would you recommend a strategy for anyone who's listening out there who wants to be a day trader? Um, it's incredibly difficult and takes a lot of time and a lot of hours uh but i would recommend that oh man like to start i would start by just trying to find somebody that is already successful and um try to learn as much as you can from that person and figure out if that's for you because 
in trading, everything is very personal. And what works for me might not work for somebody else because they can't handle the specific kind of stress that it puts you under. And you might need to do something more long-term because you don't have to watch it every day and it's not going to be as stressful. It's more personal to everybody, right? Like no one is, right. you can't, you can't tailor a strategy for that person. But, um, you know, I guess there's general concepts, right? Like, you know, you could be the day trader to do, you do, what do they call puts and um, shorts and what, what's your specialty in, in trading? Yeah. So what I focus on is shorting, usually small cap companies that make very large moves that get very extended. And I look for them to have dilution. And so you're digging into the filings of the company itself and looking for them to dilute their shareholders. And if it's, I primarily short those and, um, yeah, you just make the difference as it goes down. And uh, it just takes a lot of digging and a lot of patience to make sure that you aren't on the front side of the move as it's going up, but rather you wait for it to start toppling over. You see the dilution coming in through the price action and then you just ride it along. Um, yeah, that's one of many different strategies that somebody could be doing. I think just to give some like basics on it, I would say if you're first starting out, like just stick with regular stock trading. Don't go into something crazy like options, which might get really difficult really quickly and be very dangerous at first. Just stick yeah. at Amigas, just stick to the regular stock trading. Unless yeah, if you don't yeah, if you don't know what you're doing, definitely start with the easier things first and try to learn from somebody, gain as much knowledge as you can and really just uh, put as much time as you can into it because it will take a while of many long hours of trying and trying and trying and getting discouraged, but keeping your foot on the gas and pushing yourself. You know, and it's kind of like a business, right? I mean, when you're an entrepreneur, you just don't know. You you go into the uncertainty and you got to go full out. Otherwise, you're, you know, you might, might fail and then what's next, right? Like you really have to put your full heart in it otherwise you're risking your investment um if people are investing in you you're risking their investments and whatnot so okay so yeah. the 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 um the advice here is like go for the regular stock trading amigas <laughs> or maybe you can find a mentor like andres did to help with mm -hmm. with um doing the short sales and and diluting uh uh stockholders and whatnot i'm curious when um when the whole debacle about cryptocurrency and mm -hmm. uh, Bitcoin, um, how did that affect you or what did you do? Um, that didn't really affect me much because I just stuck to what I was good at and what I know how to do. That doesn't fall into that category. So I just never touched it. Oh. And um, it is obviously tempting, but at the same time, if you don't know what you're doing in that niche, it's dangerous. And that's your money, your livelihood, your future. Um, and like you were saying earlier, it's a business. And I know the way that my business runs based off of my strategies. And those are my product, right? So the expenses for that product are sometimes you're going to lose. But 
you're still running it as like a business. If you start trying to go sell a product that you don't understand or trying to trade something that you don't understand, your business is going to suffer because it, you don't know what you're doing into it. So I never really touched any of that stuff. And the only little bit amount that I did was the same as um, just like how I saw diversifying a long-term term portfolio that I really don't even look at. I just put a little bit of money into there just to diversify and see um, like what, if that really is the future, then I at least make a little bit, but if it's not, I don't care. Like I can lose that money and it doesn't matter. So, you know, as we're talking about this, I really, I'm like, okay, you know, you, you didn't, you didn't take the bite when they came to the Bitcoin and all that stuff, which is great and amazing. Now we're talking a lot about AI. How is that looking into your trading business? Is that something that you're doing, trading, whatnot? Um, I think AI is definitely going to change the future a lot. Right now, we're seeing like the very beginnings of it. And the biggest things is just me seeing big moves being created in AI companies, but I'm, they don't even fall into what I want to be shorting because that really is the future and it's not just a bad company. So um, it hasn't really affected my trading in that way, um, but it has helped my trading a little bit by really making some of the work that I was doing, I was able to do a lot faster because I don't have to learn how to code in these different languages. Now I can just ask an AI to run something for me and see uh, certain statistics on something. And then that can give me a really good idea on, do I need to dive deeper into this strategy and see if I can improve it in this way? Or maybe a, new, a whole new strategy that I'm interested in learning and starting really small into. And it really helps to find out those little nuances that you want to know without knowing the actual coding language. Wow. That's amazing. <laughs> I mean, I don't know anything <laughs> about coding or whatnot, but I think it really helps out that you have such a scientific mind that you can understand those concepts more readily than the average person. Like I'm, you know, as a lawyer, I'm like coding, what are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> All statutes <laughs> and case stuff. <laughs> so, yeah. wow, this is awesome. So now we were talking about, you know, AI right now is not even in your purview because, you know, it's so new, you, you're not shorting that, but it's on the long end, right? The long term. Have you seen certain bits, certain companies in AI that you're like, huh, I might invest in this company? And if so, which ones? Inquire um, my <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know. I I really don't do the long-term investing as much because the only part that I do with that is my uh, retirement savings, right? I might put into some things that I believe will be here very long-term and are going to help run the future. Um, but that's not part of my business model like whatsoever and how I make my money. That's more just the average person trying to invest for the long-term, right? I don't really know more than the average person when it comes to that. But what I have um, 
bought a little bit of just to put into retirement are things like uh, Meta, um, NVIDIA, In Apple, In NVIDIA, oh. NVDA, um, Apple, Microsoft, yeah, and yeah, I, I think obviously those are the big stocks that everybody knows, but at the same time, uh, they have been outperforming. I think they are going to continue to outperform, but again, like, don't take my advice. I don't know <laughs> when it comes to long-term investing. Like, <laughs> I really am, that is not my niche. That is not my yeah. forte. It's not what I do. So I wouldn't uh, take that advice really for much because someone else can go do, can know a, a lot more than me um, as an investor. But as a trader and what I specifically do, that's totally different. Totally different. Absolutely. Yeah. So, so you're doing day trading, you're, you're by yourself. And is there a hope that you will actually create a company, a huge company, like billions <laughs> <laughs> from the, what was it? It's HBO. Is, is that the, yeah. HBO. Right? <laughs> or, like I think it's HBO. Oh, Showtime. Is it Showtime? Showtime. Yeah. Showtime. Yeah. yeah. X Capital is that yeah. the next X Capital? Um, I'm. I'll never say never, and I'm always going to be pushing myself as far as I can, and to be as successful as I can. But right now, I really enjoy just being my own boss and not having to manage not only my own emotions in trading, but somebody else's emotions who might not be able to understand what I'm doing and might get freaked out by certain things here or there. And uh, it's nice not having to answer to anybody in that way. Um, but again, I'm only five years into trading and- You just never know, right? You're five years into trading. So who knows what the future holds for you? I mean- Exactly. You know, yeah. and, and who knows if there's even gonna be a stock? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> like all the craziness that's been happening, who knows what's gonna happen, right? We only think yeah. we we exactly. only we know we only know what's going on right now at this instant. We don't know what's going to happen tomorrow. So, but I'm really excited for all the things that you're doing, and um, I'm just like, my God, I can't believe this kid is like really killing it in the stock market. <laughs> <laughs> Tell us, <laughs> this is this? I mean, I mean, I just want to say. Is that really a thing I can say that you're making like upwards of millions of dollars in, in, in trading? Yeah, for sure. Yes. Emphatically. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I was, I'm, I wouldn't, uh, not like tens of millions, but I've done well for myself for only being five years in and very excited to see what else I can do. So And 27 years old, amigas. <laughs> I mean, you got to hand it to this guy love this love him and i'm just excited for all the things that are going to happen for you and and keep killing it um as we're getting it to to towards the end of our interview i always ask all my guests if they could provide like one or two tips on how an amiga can handle her shit yeah um so i think number one i would say save your money and 
Don't just go blowing it on a car or a house or something for your living. Save your money and either invest it in yourself to learn a new skill that's going to make you more money or invest it if you can invest into real estate or into another type of business that is going to make you cash flow that is going to over time elevate your life rather than the short term little gratification of where whatever you might go buy right it's all about long term gratification that's where success comes from yeah um, yeah and then a second thing i would just say no matter what anybody else says, believe in yourself because you can, it, it's very cliche, but it, it, it couldn't be more true. You can do whatever you put your mind to as long as you don't give up and you don't stop. And if you have that mentality, nothing's going to stop you. You're going to achieve it, whether it takes, you get lucky and you're an anomaly and you can do it in a year or you can do it in three or you can do it in five or maybe 10 years down the road. But hopefully you can keep that persistence and consistency and you will get there. So yeah. just push yourself and uh, just believe in yourself. It doesn't matter what somebody else says. It matters what you think about yourself. Yes. Amen to that. I love this. It's so true. And, and this is just like, you know, coming from a 27 year old and I'm like, wow. And then who knew, <laughs> who knew you as a kid that this would not be talking to you on a podcast, talking about day trading. <laughs> this is so I'm so excited for all the things that are coming your way and just keep killing it. You're five years in, but I'm sure you can come back in, in another five years and we're going to have a really amazing, another amazing conversation. So <laughs> thank you so much, Andres, for being here on Amiga Handle Your Shit podcast. Of course, I really appreciate it. And thank you so much for all the kind words. Um, I was raised around great people and I had great people to look up to. Yeah, like whether yeah. we saw each other very often, we, I was still always told the stories of um, your family and your brothers and your sister and yourself. And that also motivated me to want to do whatever I put my mind to. Yeah. And so thank you as well. Oh, well, from my heart to yours. I love this conversation and I'm so grateful to you and to your family. I love them and and I only wish you and them so much success. I appreciate it. Thank you. To you as well. Thank you. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of Amiga Handle Your Shit Podcast. If anything resonates with you today, please share it with your friends and subscribe, rate, and review the show on your favorite podcast player. Don't forget to share it on Instagram, Facebook, and other social media platforms. If you have any questions, comments, or feedback for us, you can reach me directly at www.amigahandleyourshit.com. Thank you so much for listening. Gracias y hasta la próxima.